welcome back to the Manage Me podcast. I am your host, Will Nutbrown, and in today's episode, I would like to touch on something slightly different than normally goes on on this podcast. Now, this podcast, as you know, or if you don't know, is aimed at personal development, those interested in personal development, and also opening up a, a general discussion about mental health and the impacts that good mental health and productivity and so on can have in society um, and on a social level as well. So in today's episode, I would like to touch on something slightly different, as I said before, and we're going to talk about data. Now, all different types of data, um, the effects it can have, um, but more specifically, I'd like to talk about when you can have too much data about something. Um, The data I'm referring to is, in this case, is sort of like health data or, or business metrics or something, anything that measures how well or how badly something is doing. That's the sort of data I would like to touch on. Um, but it can be applied to any sort of data. And I had this thought recently, um, just when I was actually trying to set up a Shopify store. When I say recently, it was maybe a year ago, uh, but it came into my mind again recently um, because Shopify have quite um quite a useful tool well a very useful tool especially for such a cheap um or in some cases free sort of business manager service or whatever they call themselves e-commerce hoster or something um they have this thing called real time view or real view or something and you basically get a dashboard which uh, allows you to look at all of your purchases all of your customers uh, all of the key metrics how many people are on your website anytime how many people have got baskets but haven't checked out? How many people have checked out? How much money have you generated in a day? How it compares to other days? Um, some growth predictions and some potential uh, difficulties that may may happen. And that stuff's absolutely great if you, if you need to look at that stuff. And the problem I had, I was just... I'm thinking about looking back at it now, and which is the inspiration for this episode is there are two different sort of um, impact, two different ways data can impact you. So it can be on a corporate level, which is what I'm going to talk about now, but also later on in a bit, I'm going to talk about a personal scenario where too much data can also be harmful in that way. So just quickly discussing about the corporate uh, business level, um, which isn't what this podcast typically focuses on, but I think it's important to see that data can impact both in two separate ways. And businesses and individuals are so linked nowadays. Um, For example, with Apple owning a ton of health data about literally everyone who has any sort of Apple device, even if it's a laptop, they probably have some sort of health data on you. So the business scenario Um, using Shopify, I'm starting up a store, let's say I'm selling plants. I'm really interested in plants. I'm like, like happy, happy guy. Um, As you see in like their adverts, like the sort of hipster drinking coffee and whatnot. Anyways, I'm starting up a a plant store. I'm selling garden plants, sunflowers, everything, you name it. And I'm really interested in my passion, my hobby, as they like to say, we like make your, we allow your hobby to make you money. I think absolutely great. I'm going to use Shopify. I'm going to start up this. Shopify works absolutely well, like as expected. It just does the job for you pretty much in terms of getting everything up there, setting up your website. It's absolutely smooth. 
But the problem is because I think in some cases, because you haven't had any real difficulties setting anything up there and it's all just been so smooth, you get whacked straight into the dashboard, which gives you that real time view. And the thing I found was I was refreshing that dashboard. I was looking at it constantly. If there was, for example, if someone came onto my website, go, oh, someone's on my website. Oh, I'm so excited. And then like, well, nothing happens. And you may just be saying, oh, that's because like you have no marketing or, or whatever. I had a little marketing and I know obviously I'm not expecting to get thousands and thousands of people in the first few weeks. But when you're doing that and you sort of make changes to your website, you're improve. you're trying to improve it. And then you look back to that dashboard after every improvement and you see nothing happens. Then you may think that idea might not work when in reality, you just, that real time data is just too much data you're getting too much noise that you can't really see the signal there's that quote you can't see the signal from the noise and i think that applies here because there's too much data going on to like you know how many people are in your checkout and whatever and because it's real time especially because it's real time you kind of can you can see why you can see the instant impacts that some change can have on your entire business operations and I think if you are, especially if you're starting out and you're, you're growing your customer base still and growing everything, uh, and it's sort of a passion for you. And for example, with the plants, if, if I really enjoyed, which I do, I, I like plants, they're quite cool. If that was my passion, my absolute hobby, it could ruin that for you by kind of showing you that no one's interested in it. When in reality, if you didn't have time to that, if you didn't have access to that real time data, you would keep pushing on with ideas that you thought were good and you wouldn't be able to check it, which I think is a good thing because you need to, like you, nothing happens straight away. You need to like a few weeks even of this idea progressing for it to get to the stage where it starts having an impact. It's sort of like a lagging indicator, but you're looking at real time indicators. So you're not seeing the effect that something you make has because you're not giving it enough time and that's the problem with instant gratification and personal development and everything is that people are always looking for that instant response because with the rise of big data and the internet and all of these super super fast processes everyone has access to some sort of real-time data and they expect everything to happen straight away which obviously it doesn't because we're way more complex than that um, so that's just a, a touch on the business sort of scenario, which I found, obviously, if you're a huge business, I think having real time data is extremely valuable because, well, you probably know what you're doing to start off with and you know that it will take time and you can see all sorts of things. But if you're starting off and you're kind of checking the analytics constantly with any sort of project you're doing, I think that's a really quite a bad way of of motivating you Um to start off with because for example you put a ton of effort into a youtube video and you check the analytics and it gets two views in three months or something and that's going to make you feel down you're going to you're going to be like oh no one likes this and you'll just stop youtube if you don't check that sort of stuff and you keep going consistency is key with these sorts of things and eventually you'll build that audience and obviously you kind of do want to know how many people are watching your videos and everything so i think it's finding that balance between looking at the data that your stuff generates 
there's looking at the data and there's also letting it affect you. So you can look at the data, you'd be like, oh, we've got two views in three months, like whatever, we're still growing. Or you can be like, two views in three months, that's terrible, I'm leaving YouTube, I shouldn't have tried this passion project. So it's pushing on. And as I said before, in another episode about motivations, different types, the intrinsic and the extrinsic, by relying on that sort of data, like how many views you're getting, how many sales you're getting, it is extrinsic data, uh, extrinsic data and motivation, which means that it's not really going to be properly sustainable because it's if that's what you believe in and that's what's keeping you going, it's not always going to be there for you. So you need to try and turn it internal. Anyway, that's my sort of point about the business world. Now switching to the personal scenario, I ha- I was thinking about it again, um, quite recently. It is it's coming down to running actually. I was I was doing weekly park runs and I noticed that everyone I was like passing, everyone who was in front of me and every everything, they were always checking their watches because they use this service called Strava, most of them, um, which basically shows you all of these run out of analytics. It's super, super helpful actually, if you know how to use it once again. Um, and obviously these people do know how to use it and they're checking their time, they're checking their pace. But I think sometimes people just rely so much on that external measurement of how well they're doing that they're not, like you're doing a run for yourself. Like sure, it's nice to be way faster, but this thing about the the park runs, the 5Ks is it's not all about breaking your fastest time. At the end of the day, it's just getting out there and having it run. If that's what you're into, then you don't need the data. But obviously if you are really going for your absolute personal record, then yes, probably using a watch is helpful. But it's sort of, once again, you need to look at the more internal factor of why you're doing stuff. And if you're always looking for, oh, I want to get faster time, that is effectively external. But if you're looking at, I just want to get out and about and run around, that's an internal thing, which may even help you go faster. And, and again, this is literally just my opinion. Everyone can have different opinions. Everyone should have different opinions. And I'm just voicing it here because that's what I was thinking about recently, but it may change in the future. It may stay the same. Who knows? That's the great thing about opinions. Um, The other thing about having so much data is that there are sort of two risks that come with it as well. There's the cyber risk of having so much data. So if you're holding all this health data, say Apple, for example, of using, I don't know if they have a run app or anything. They have like a health app, um, which has all sorts of data. Like if you have one of the newest Apple watches, for example, it knows your blood pressure, I think your heart rate, your oxygen level, your water level, something. I don't know how it works it out. Anyway, it's got all of that data about you, your age, your height, your weight, because I'm guessing you submitted in. It's got all of that data about you. And there's a real risk that people could get access to that data who shouldn't have access to that data. And they've instantly found out absolutely everything about you. It there's They also have like a medicine app that I think is coming out or has come out, which reminds you when you're to take your medication. And people, if they wanted to, could find out what sort of illnesses you have and they could even take advantage of you in that way. So you just need to be mindful of what data you're giving these companies because at the end of the day, most of these companies, I know especially Apple, just really deep down want the most money out of you as possible. Um, and obviously, you'd like to think that they care about your health. But 
uh, it's a tricky one, corporate responsibility, social responsibility. Um, the other impact that, the other well, risk that can happen to data is the environmental impact. Um, you may think, oh, oh, we'll just like send this stuff to the cloud, but the cloud is a real place. It's a physical sort of data factory, data center, which normally are huge, huge warehouses. And the cost of even, of the electricity cost on those is ridiculous. But then the cost of cooling all of the equipment down because it gets really, really hot and everything is extortionate. And when you when you think, oh, even, for example, liking a post on Instagram, that's sending a tiny, 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 tiny bit of data to Instagram servers and then from the Instagram servers to the person who receives the like and all of these tiny, tiny interactions, which may seem incredibly small do add up and i think there was an article about thank you emails like if someone gives you something and you say oh thanks and then they like for example if they go back and say oh no problem those two additional emails which weren't really necessary the thank you one maybe as politeness but the no problem not really necessary those emails can produce a ton of carbon not necessarily a ton but a lot of carbon emissions and cost a lot of electricity and can basically, you can pollute the planet by saying thank you to someone if you look at in the big picture. So there's the environmental impact of lots of data as well as the cyber hacking impact as well. Lack of The lack of real-time data, um, which was an article, the lack of real-time data stops decision-making and while that quote may be true for, I think, big businesses and, and some sort of people, I don't think it's true for everyone. If you have the access to the real-time data, it makes you question stuff more, I'd argue, because you're like, oh, this might change. You have so many different variables, so many different data points. That, as I said before, there's too much noise. Too much data just becomes noise. Um, so we shouldn't really monitor everything, only monitor things we really, really, really need to know and maybe perhaps not look at them all the time, which is kind of contrary to what should, which, what sounds right. But that's what I've been trying to do. It even comes to like, for example, or likes on your Instagram, turning that to, I think you can turn it to like, instead of 300 likes, it can be blah, 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 likes the post and others or something. So turning off unnecessary data points because it has been shown that likes on your posts and everything can have a subconscious effect on your well-being. It can make you feel bad if you haven't got many likes or, or it can make you feel good if you've got if likes keep coming in. So if you kind of turn off those sort of unnecessary data points, that's good. Because if you are just having a personal Instagram page and you're basing your, your happiness solely off the amount of likes you get, um, that is not a great way to live, if I'm honest. But again, my opinion, everyone can have different opinions. Um, and with too much data, you can start micromanaging in the pers in your personal life as well as in um, corporate business life and ruining ruining things. For example, you could, if you have an Apple Watch, you're looking at all these data points. You're looking at all the food that goes into you, and you're like, oh, this this like piece of bread raised my cholesterol levels by like four hundred percent. Ah, I'm never eating that again. Like, sure, it could have been that piece of bread, but it could have been something completely different. And even if it was that piece of bread, I'm sure it balances out in like a few hours or uh, anyway. 
so having access to that real-time data and all of that data real-time data isn't necessarily a problem but if you've got tons of different data points in real-time data that's just way too much noise and you're going to end up trying to correct everything which is impossible and micromanaging and everything will start falling apart um yeah so same for the for, for personal life, watches tell you everything about your health, like nowadays, the modern watches, which may be why it's called watch, because you need to watch it. Maybe that's an obvious point. I just thought about that, actually. Um, so they're cool, but they create unnecessary worrying. For example, if your heart rate dips below the what's called like the golden range, I think, um, or if oxygen is low, etc. Obviously, it's incredibly helpful if you are going to be like seriously ill. Um, but I think for the vast majority of people, having this constant instant access is crazy um, because deep down, the faster it becomes to get something, the less you want it eventually. And that with the instant gratification, the faster it comes, for example, even with like Deliveroo or something, if you really want food, the faster it, if your food just instantly arrives on your plate, Sure, it's great, but over time you're eventually like it's just expected. There's no like, there's no sense of fun really, and I think Deliveroo is kind of getting to that state. Obviously, if you're like really hungry and you need it, it's helpful. But if you don't really urgently need food and you can walk out to the shops, but yet you're sitting here and you're just ordering Deliveroo, you it's just you are basically existing with food getting that's no different from having food really injected into you like tubes in your body. That's again, my opinion. I know that's a bit of an unpopular opinion probably, but just a few thoughts on the whole instant, uh, gratification, instant data, um, sort of concept. And it comes down to manage me, the manage me podcast and a manage me concept. Don't let something else manage you that whether that's data, whether that's, uh, other people's opinions of you which essentially is data don't let that manage you manage yourself manage me and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the manage me podcast once again i was your host will nut brown and i hope that you really enjoyed it if you did you could share it or you could not you could just chill no worries at all i just hope that you really enjoyed it and i'm going to be doing another episode very shortly on gut feelings and whether you should trust your gut or not so that should be coming out um some point in the next in the next few episodes but thank you very much for for listening and i hope to see you again soon